Good morning! For most kids, the first day of summer break means lazy mornings, afternoons by the pool, and vacations. But for thousands of kids in Loudoun County, it marks the start of three hungry months. For Thursday, May 25th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. If you would like to advertise on the Morning Minute, contact Loudon Now's advertising manager, Susan Steyer, at ssteyer at loudonnow.com or call us at 703-770-9723. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. More than 14,000 students in Loudoun's public school system come from families poor enough to qualify for the federal free and reduced price lunch program. Many of those students rely on the school cafeteria for their meals five days a week. That means come summer break with no cafeteria to go to, more children and their families turn to food pantries for help. This surge in requests comes at the same time that donations to food pantries drop off every year. Loudoun Hunger Relief, the county's biggest food pantry, saw donations drop 37% between April and August last year. But the people who help keep the shelves stocked at food pantries over the summer might surprise you. It's grocery stores and restaurants donating to food pantries year-round. Not only does it help them cut down on food waste and do a good deed, but the food they donate is often things like meat, dairy, baked goods, or fresh produce instead of the canned fare you would usually expect from a food drive. That means the people relying on the pantries can get a healthier meal. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story, including some of the local businesses that are helping out the people most in need and some links to where you can help out if you want. It's all at loudonnow.com slash morning minute. In other news, Loudon, I say this without equivocation, the state of our county is strong. Loudon Chairwoman Phyllis Randall had a positive message at her second state of the county address last night, but she also laid out a few priorities like tackling affordable housing, supporting nonprofits, the mental health system, and helping out our firefighters. You can read our full coverage and also get the full text of her speech at our website, but I'll just hit a few of the high points. Randall said we need to figure out affordable housing in Loudoun before it becomes a crisis. Lately, interestingly, there's been a shift in tone in that conversation, with business interests treating it as an economic development problem. After all, it's pretty hard to find a workforce for your shiny new business if they can't find any place they can afford to live. Chair Randall also wants to boost firefighter pay in the county. She also touched on a sad story from last year, the fatal shooting of Christina Fisher. Miss Fisher was a mother of three, and her death shocked Leesburg into action. After her death, the community met for a candlelight vigil, and Chair Randall brought up something positive that came out of it, an event called the It Takes Our Village Community Awareness Day that brought together nonprofits, law enforcement, county staff, and the faith community. She also said it's in all of our best interest to get Metro back in good shape. It is coming to Loudoun, after all, and of course the federal workforce relies on it. The speech was attended by elected officials from all across Loudoun, as well as Fairfax County Chairwoman Sharon Bulova and D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. We are standing on the cusp of an exciting future, full of wonders, opportunities, challenges, and innovation. Loudoun, let's enjoy this ride together. Thank you so much, and God bless you. 
On a totally different topic, Circuit Court Judge Douglas Fleming yesterday denied two pretrial motions in the case of a Leesburg man charged with involuntary manslaughter of five-year-old Tristan Schulz. Investigators say John Miller was driving through the intersection of Riverside Parkway and Cotton Manor Drive in Lansdowne when he hit Mindy Schulz as she was pushing her infant son in a stroller through the crosswalk. Ms. Schulz was released from the hospital after three days of treatment. Her son was pronounced dead at the hospital. A witness said Mr. Miller was holding his phone at the time of the accident. Defense attorneys sought to keep phone records out of the trial, arguing that the forensic reports showed Mr. Miller was not using his phone to make a call, send a message, or use a browser or social media at the time of the accident, and that introducing phone records in a trial would only confuse and mislead a jury. The prosecution argued the records corroborate the witness's account. There is apparently some confusion around those reports right now. The other pretrial motion the judge denied yesterday was a bill of particulars that would have forced the Commonwealth's attorney to provide more details about the specific facts prosecutors plan to argue. Supervisors, in particular Supervisors Matt Letourneau and Tony Buffington, say the Dulles Greenway is not living up to the obligations of its agreement with the Virginia Department of Transportation. Trip 2, the partnership that owns the Greenway, files annual reports with VDOT on traffic conditions on the Greenway and its ramps. The thing is, the Greenway is only filing reports on the conditions of the entry ramps. They're not providing reports on the exit ramps. Supervisors say, since the agreement doesn't make a distinction between entry and exit ramps, that means the Greenway isn't meeting its obligations. VDOT, when consulted, said they believe the Greenway is living up to the agreement, although they also said they weren't aware it wasn't reporting on the exit ramps. So, you know, I guess those reports have been getting a, a very close read. Trip 2 declined to comment. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says a person groped a female resident while she slept during an early morning burglary in Sterling. The incident happened at around 4.45 in the morning yesterday at a home on Clarion Terrace. Anyone with information in this case is asked to contact Detective Oksanen at 703-777-0475 or to submit a tip through the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office app. I'll give the phone number one more time, 703 777 0475. And Leesburg Councilman and retired Air Force General Hugh Forsyth said Tuesday that he will not seek re-election in November when his term is up. General Forsyth was selected from among five applicants to fill the seat held by Kelly Burke until she was elected mayor last November. He endorsed Joshua Thiel, one of those other applicants. General Forsyth will serve until December 31st when his appointed term is up. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, the Alzheimer's and Dementia Caregiver Support Group will meet at 3 p.m. at the Carver Center in Percival. The Loudoun Roadrunners will hold run number four of the Suds and Souls series. They'll start at Black Walnut Brewery right here in Leesburg at 6.30 p.m., run four to six miles, and then get back to the brewery for some drinks. You know, I remember when Black Walnut opened and was so popular they immediately ran out of beer and had to shut back down to brew some more. Anyway, it's a good place. And singer-songwriter Chris Timbers will be taking the stage at King's Tavern in Leesburg at 9 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. Okay, have a great day. Mm -hmm.